This week on the IBC Student Podcast, we have our student speaker, Becca Pace. Amen. I'm so thankful I can be here today in God's presence. His presence, man, it's beautiful. And it's amazing to be able to come in a place and serve the King of Kings. You all may be seated. Um, first and foremost, I have to most definitely want to say thank you. Thank you to Brother Galleon and Sister Galleon and all the staff here at IBC. We are blessed with the best. Amen? Amen. So I encourage you to let them invest in your life because they are amazing people and they are the real deal. And then also, I love each and every one of you. Um, I say it multiple times, but many times in chapel, I find myself looking around and thinking, wow, how awesome it is. I get to worship alongside such incredible people that are here and they're doing the work of the Lord and that you guys are going to go out and be missionaries, pastors, preachers, musicians, sound guys, like literally, it's so awesome. So I love you guys and I believe in you guys. Amen. Um, If we could all pray for this service. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray that you would have your way in the service, God, that you'd speak into our lives, God. I pray that our hearts would be open to receive what you have for us today. God, help us not alone to hear your words, but to apply it to our lives. Change us, challenge us, convict us today in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. So my title today is The Journey of the Snowflake. (laughs) So turn to your neighbor and say, Snowflake. And me, I'm an illustration person. Um, That's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of how God kind of speaks to me and stuff. And I love illustrations. And um, over the break, this illustration kind of came to my mind, and it hasn't left me since. So I'm going to go with it and go with it. But um, as I'm speaking, I'll have an illustration and going on. So how many in here like snow? You all are crazy. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I love snow. It's beautiful. I mean, it's very beautiful. And it's great for Christmas time and to go snowboarding. But after that, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I love it. It's beautiful. But I, I love the warm. But it snowed yesterday, LOL. <laughs> so let's, yeah, I was like, okay, God, okay. But um, one time I was playing out in the snow. How many played out in the snow? And you know how you put like a ton of layers on and then like when you go outside, you're literally burning up, but you're afraid of getting frostbite. So you put so many layers on. So you're like walking around like this. (laughs) I don't know. I always did. I would layer up, layer up, and then I'd go outside and I'd be outside walking and I would get wore out. And so I would just like plop on the ground and just look at the sky and like I'm burning up inside, but my face is like cold. So I don't know. But you would look at the sky, and one time I was outside, and it started to snow. And so I was laying down, looking at the snow, and then I set up. And when I set up, I put my arm, I don't know, like this or something, and a snowflake fell right on my arm. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my word. This is actually beautiful. Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't like snow, but this is beautiful. And so I kind of looked at it, and it was, like, perfectly formed, and it was amazing. And I was like, oh, my word. So I'm looking at the snow, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, I wonder, like, what every other snowflake looks like. Are they all the same? Are they all different? And so I did some research, and apparently every snowflake is indeed different. There is no identical snowflake when it falls down. How amazing is that? So I was thinking to myself, curious Becca, curious George, (laughs) that um, why are they different? And so according to wonderpolis.org, 
they state, even though two snowflakes may form in the same cloud, their different journeys to the ground will affect their shape and size, giving each snowflake its own unique identity. You may never find a um, an identical pair of snowflakes, but they can be grouped by similarities in their patterns. So turn to your neighbor and say snowflake. Snowflakes are formed in the same cloud. So today I'll have four different snowflakes that are going to be made, and they all start out the same. They start out this piece of paper. See the piece of paper? <laughs> they start out with the piece of paper. We are all created by the same God. We have the same creator. The God that created you, you created me. The God that has a plan for your life has a plan for my life. In Genesis 1.27, it says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. We are all human, and we are all created in the image of God. We are all in the same cloud. So even though snowflakes make form in the same cloud, their different journeys to the ground will affect their shape and size, giving each snowflake its own unique identity. We are all unique. Amen. <laughs> we are all unique. And today I'm going to have four different things that I'm going to kind of talk about that affect our shape and our size. So the first snowflake today we have is talents and callings. <laughs> and if Bree could come up. Amen. Give it a hand for Bree. Woo! Amen. So everybody say hi to Colleen and Talents. <laughs> so there is incredible talent here at IBC. I am blown away all the time at the amount of people that can play and sing and speak and like just you all have such great talent. I'm excited to see what God does in your life because you guys are called by God and you guys are going to do great things, but it's up to you to keep your heart right. So if you could start cutting. Yes, that's great. Okay. So, um, <laughs> um, some people can sing. So let's say this snowflake can sing. Cut a little. There you go. Cut it. So this snowflake can sing. Or this snowflake can play um, the piano or play music. Or they can preach. They can teach. Man, can they counsel. Or they're really good with media. Or maybe even to doctor stuff. I mean, that takes a talent to be able to know all that stuff. Or even children's ministry. This There's different talents, but then there's different ministries and callings. So let's say the snowflake may have a calling to the mission field, or the media, or music, or evangelism, serving, home missions, teaching, children's ministry. All calling of the ministry and talents shape you into who you are. And we need to be confident in our calling. Stop focusing on other people's callings and talents and abilities and start focusing on what God gave you. Yeah, maybe that snowflake can sing and I can't, but I can teach. That's the talent. That is important. And that's important that person can sing. But if you're so focused on the other person, if you're so focused on the talents and abilities of others, you're going to miss out on your own. He's got a plan for you, and you need to be confident. Do not compare. When you start comparing, you end up messing up what God has intended for you. And in 2 Corinthians 10, 12, it says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that com commend themselves. But they are measuring themselves by themselves, and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. So my Bible tells me that if I start comparing, I am not wise. And 
I want to be wise. I don't want to be a fool. So stop comparing and be confident in your calling and secure in God and let God put some cuts and talents and your ministry into your life and be used by him. We are all created by God, but it's our journeys, our callings, our talents that make us different and give us our own unique identity. If you could open it up. So there is the beautiful snowflake. Amen. Give your hand. (laughs) So we have our talents and our callings. And that's one way that God kind of shapes and creates your snowflake. Um, Number two is trials. If I could have trials come up. So everybody say hi to trials. (laughs) So trials. Those are things we go through. And man, do we go through some things. Can I get an amen? (laughs) But those trials are blessings. See, a flower has to be crushed before they release their full fragrance. Fruits have to be bruised before it will attain ripeness and sweetness. Gold has to be flung into the furnace before they can reach their full value and purity. We have to be laid low before we can look high. The very things that which seem to break us are the things that really make us and shape us into the snowflake God intended us to be. The size of the fight is measured by the prize that is won, and you guys are great prizes, so there will be a fight. But keep fighting. And when I think of trials, I think of the story of Job. How many know the story of Job? Yes. And he is an example of faithfulness as he loses everything important to him, yet he remains faithful to God. The story of Job really shows God's sovereignty and faithfulness during a time of great suffering. Job, he went through a lot, and he got a lot of cuts in his snowflake. But in the end, God blessed Job twice as much as he did before the trial even began. So maybe you're going through some things. Maybe you're going through some family issues, kind of got there, she's cutting family issues there. Or maybe there's hurt, or maybe there's a lost loved one that's really just, it just hurts you. Or maybe you lost someone you love dearly. They just start to cut away, and you feel like, man, my snowflake is just falling apart. I'm just starting to get cut. But hard things are hard, and you feel like you just are getting cut up. Just know that God is with you every step of the way. And he is creating a beautiful snowflake. And the snowflake is you. Keep walking with him no matter how hard it gets. And in the end, he's going to bless you twice as much as you begin. You can open it up. So here we have a beautiful snowflake out of the trials and tribulations we go through. But those are blessings. And those are things that really help us to grow in our relationship with the Lord and get stronger and connect with him more. Oh, I like it. And get a clap. <laughs> Amen. So, and then number three, we have past. So if you're past, if you could come up. Woo. Yes, give her a clap. <laughs> so we all have a past. Can I get an amen? We've all done some things that I'm not happy of. I've done multiple things that, man, I wish I would have never done. And those kind of stuff make a cut into your relationship. Do you want to hold this for me? Thanks. So you have this snowflake, right? And you're like, man, I really messed up right here. Man, I got a huge cut. Oh, yeah. That's well, it's kind of small, but <laughs> it's pretty huge. It's pretty huge. You know, I'm. I mean, I really, I fell into sin big time right here. Oh, man. 
And you just have this snowflake, and you start cutting away, and you start doing things that just aren't right. In the past, you did some things that just, eh, they're not right, you know? But Jesus didn't go to Calvary just so you could think and sit around and think, man, I'm not good enough. When you say God's grace and mercy is not good enough for you, you are questioning God's power, and you're putting it into question. He went to Calvary to save you and me so that we could be free from, this, from the past things that we have done, from the past things that we've messed up with. He went there so we could be free and have a new life in Christ. So, and then, you know, condemnation. Have you guys ever heard of condemnation? Yeah, condemnation. In Romans 8, 1, it states, Therefore is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Yes, we are not good enough, and yes, we have failed. In Romans 3, 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We are all sinners saved by his marvelous grace. We are all humans, and we have made quite some mistakes. But those cuts are what made you who you are today. Now, I'm not saying go out and be like, oh, I'm sinning just so I can get some cuts in my snowflake. No, <laughs> that's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is maybe you messed up pretty bad in the past, but just know you can get up. If you're saying, oh, I've messed up too bad in the past, you're letting the devil rob you of your future. And by letting him rob you of your future, you're letting him win. But when you let the creator take control of your life and you give it to him, yeah, Lord, I messed up big time here. Yes, I am human and I am really sorry. But here, Lord, I give you this snowflake. Start shaping me and molding me. Show me that Oh, man, I shouldn't have done there. But you're going to make it into something beautiful. Embrace those cuts and move on. Don't let the past dictate who you are, but let it be a lesson that strengthens the person you'll become. Learn from the past, and then you get to tell people, yeah, see right there? Yeah, I really messed up. But look how God made it into something beautiful. Yes, I, I failed big time. I mean, I, I, yeah, I did something pretty bad. But, man, God took my life, and he transformed it into something beautiful, a beautiful snowflake. And kind of a story that comes to my mind when I think of somebody that really messed up is King David. He triumphed over a lion, a bear, and a giant. God um, used him to lead his people, and God anointed him to be king, and he was delivered out of the hand of Saul. But David ended up murdering, lying, committing adultery, all within one night. <laughs> and that's like the top ten commandments, top big. But even though his sins were like the ten commandments big, he turned to God. It was how he responded to his sin by trusting in the grace and mercy that he was a mighty man after God's own heart. We need to learn from our past and move to the future and let God shape your snowflake. And if you could open it up. <laughs> Ooh, that looks good. So when... <laughs> right, you're good. So when you're going through... Or for... If you've messed up in your past, this is what God can make out of those past, a beautiful snowflake. Thank you. And last but not least, I want to talk about the present. So if I could have the present come up. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So. 
present is the right now. And right now, you are being cut. You're slowly being cut. And sometimes it's afraid. It's really scary to let God take a control of your life, to give your snowflake over to the Lord. It can be very scary. But giving your life to the Lord is the hardest step you can take, but it's the greatest step you can take. Truly submitting to his will and obedience and taking it one cut at a time and not just giving your life over to the Lord, but sacrificing over to him. He's going to shape you and mold you into the person that you need to be. And remember in 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, but we are chosen. Oh, okay. When I started reading this, I started singing the song from IBC Live, you know, chosen generation. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. And if you could just like hold on for just one second. Thanks. And so here at IBC, you're learning some things, and you're growing, and you're shaping. You're being shaped and molded. And IBC is what you make it. So if you come in here wanting to learn, wanting to grow, then you're going to grow, and you're going to learn amazing things. So I, I really encourage you, while you're here, make it the best that you can make it. And really let God start to cut away at your snowflake and create in you the person you need to be. Or maybe you're kind of having a sin problem. And you keep kind of slowly cutting away at your snowflake. Backsliding, it's a slow process. It all starts with one step, which then leads to another step, which then ends up becoming a big step. And, you know, um, if you could start cutting away and kind of, like, destroy the, the story. I'm sorry. I know it, was, it looked good. but <laughs> And so, like, maybe you start... Um, you know, you're going throughout your day, and you're like, mm, I'm not going to pray today. I'm okay. So kind of, there you go. Good, good, good. And maybe you're like, mm, I'm not going to read today because Brother Kilman, oh, my word, he talked about so much Bible. I just, I can't take any more. So you don't read. <laughs> and maybe you're like, dude, like, did you hear what she said? And he said about she, and like, this was like the third time I've heard this from like um, three people down. But, you know, it has to be true. You start to cut away. Oh, um, let's just park the car for a little bit. No big deal. Ooh, um, I'm going to watch a movie on campus. But, you know, I did sign that paper, but nobody will know. But the galleon will know. One peak won't hurt, I mean. And it's just a slow process, and you start to slowly cut away at your snowflake. And instead of giving it to God and seeking godly advice for help for the things that you're struggling with, you kind of lean on to your own understanding and your own fleshly desires and little by little and then the next thing you know it's 2019 and what happens when you keep cutting away keep cutting away it looks it's not it's not a snowflake right eventually it will become nothing of no significance because you are so far into sin into the things of this world that you are no longer living for the lord and you no longer have a snowflake of what God intended you to be. Things aren't going to help your journey are the things of comparing and wishing you were somebody else. Or quitting when it gets too hard. Or holding on to the past. Or fear of giving your life to the Lord. Or even sin. If you start to cut away too much, you will no longer be a snowflake or what God intended you to be. 
But what's going to help you is embracing your call, being confident in your call, letting hard times be your blessings, holding on to the grace and the mercy of God, letting God take control in your daily walk with him, leaning on him and not leaning to this world. And then if you do that, you have a good snowflake. But if you lean to the sin, you will have a bad snowflake. Let's see if it's a bad one or... (laughs) Oh, this person kept sinning. Oh, man. Man, just kept doing it. And, oh, oh, well, well, maybe they start changing their life around, you know. (laughs) Had a little little small good one there. (laughs) Thank you. And if the musicians could come. (laughs) So we have a snowflake journey. And even though two snowflakes may form in the same cloud, their different journeys to the ground will affect their shape and size, giving each snowflake its own unique identity. You may never find an identical pair of snowflakes, but they can be grouped into similarities in their patterns. And I kind of want to focus on the similarities in their patterns. At the end of the day, we are here to reach this lost and dying world. We have these talents, trials, past and present time, to further the kingdom of God. And what's really cool is when um, it gets warmer outside and the sun starts to shine and the, the, sun, or the um, snow starts to melt away, it becomes, um, they call it runoff. And the runoff can seep deep into the ground where it's used to help grow plants. Snow helps the seed grow. And we can't lose sight of where we are. And your blessing... Um, to know that we are blessed to know the truth and we are blessed to know it and why not share it why hold on to a treasure when you can share it to this lost and dying world there's people that are hurting and they're going to hell but what are you going to do about it are you going to let sin and things of this world cut away from what god has intended you to do are you going to let the oh i'm not good enough start to cut away to where you won't be a snowflake or will you let the comparison of i'm i'll never be able to sing i'm not called of god no god has called you and you have a purpose you have god has a plan for your life so let god cut into your life and don't try to cut your own snowflake because this generation needs to know about our savior when we are letting god take control of your life and surrendering over to him and to his perfect will you will do what you are called to do and that is advance the kingdom of God. These altars are open, and I've kind of talked about multiple things. If we could all stand. And I've talked about multiple things, and if you just feel a tug at your heart, and maybe something is spoken to you, I encourage you to come to this altar and to start your journey and be the snowflake on the journey.